This is an ABC podcast. Hi, I'm Louise Ma. Welcome to Treasure Trove. It's a funny little thing. It documents a really strange provisional space. It is a kind of monument to excess. Stories from our galleries and archives. It's just an unbelievably tragic story. It's really timeless. We're looking at the Queen's scarf of Alfred Dufreya, which is one of eight scarves crocheted by Queen Victoria in her last year of life. I'm at the Australian War Memorial with assistant curator Cameron Ross. This brown or pale khaki fringed woolen scarf was hand crocheted by Queen Victoria in 1900, when she was 81. It was made for one of the eight British and colonial soldiers she wanted to personally honour for their bravery in the Boer War. So the royals have always had a close connection to the military and Queen Victoria was quite uh, close to the military during the Boer War. She crocheted these eight scarves, but she also gave them uh, chocolate bars, 123,000 of which were given out. So she had this close connection to the military. She liked to show her connection, her love for the military. And it's quite an achievement to crochet eight scarves because at the time she was almost blind from cataracts, so she couldn't see what she was crocheting. And uh, her granddaughter-in-law, the future Queen Mary, had to actually fix all the, uh, the scarves up after Queen Victoria had done her crocheting. To make them look a little better? To make them look a little better. The then Duchess of York recalled having to unpick and redo some of the stitching on the scarves. All eight of them are different. Um, they're all different lengths. For instance, the one we have is about 183 centimetres. One that recently went up for sale in America was 152 centimetres. They all have Queen Victoria's cipher at one of the ends. You can see the royal cipher, tiny letters V-R-I, embroidered in red silk in a corner of the scarf. Four of the scarves went to British servicemen, the others to soldiers from South Africa, Canada and New Zealand. The Australian recipient was Private Alfred Dufreya. Alfred Dufreya was born in Victoria in 1871 and then moved to New South Wales, which is where he's enlisted for the Boer War in the 1st New South Wales Mounted Rifles. He's arrived there in February 1900, which is right when the war is starting to turn in Britain's favour. In April, On April 11th, he's involved in an action just north of Bloemfontein. About 12 Australians approach this farm, which has a white flag flying out of it. They think that the Boers inside are wanting to surrender and they move through the gate and then the Boers open fire on them from the farm and then from another direction as well. All but one of them managed to get out safely and uh, when Dufresne turned around he saw that Private Clark had been, his horse had been shot out from underneath him. So Dufresne turned his horse around and rode back into the, the ambush, climbed off his horse to help Clark who had been knocked, off, knocked out by the fall. Uh, so Dufresne shook him back into consciousness and uh, got him back onto his horse and the two of them were able to ride out of the ambush safely and miraculously none of them were injured beyond the fall. Uh, Dufresne then continued to serve up until about September when he was invalided back to Australia with uh, enteric fever, which was very common during the South African War. So that was his service, it was quite a short service, but because uh, he was considered this role model soldier, he was the Australian who was chosen to receive the great honour, the unique honour of the Queen's scarf. 
Queen Victoria died in January 1901. Dufreya was presented with her scarf by her grandson, the Duke of York, at a ceremony in Sydney's Centennial Park a few months later. Because it's so unusual, no one really knew what its place in the honours and awards system was. No one even knew how to wear it. Uh, so when he was presented with it, the Governor-General had to get off his horse to help him put it on and they put it on as a sash. We're looking at a photo here where he's standing with his hair slicked back and his dark moustache and he's in his uniform, he's got his chest thrust out and uh, as you say the scarf is across his shoulder, across his right shoulder and across his chest just like a sash. Yeah he's worn essentially as a sergeant's sash and by the time of this photograph he's come back to Australia and he's continue to serve in the New South Wales forces where he's being commissioned as a lieutenant. So he's in a lieutenant's uniform and he's taken his the badge from his helmet and decorated his scarf with that, which is what we have it on display with that badge still. But you can see the pride that he has just by wearing it. From the moment Dufreya donned the scarf, a certain mythology grew around it. What was the scarf's official status? What did the gift really mean? Dufresne became an instant celebrity because of it and a lot of reports in the newspapers started to talk about how it was equal to the Victoria Cross, how people, uh, soldiers would have to salute him if he's wearing the scarf and things like that. You know, they said that the Duke of York himself had said this during the ceremony, which we, we can't find any evidence of. But uh, this mythology that's created around it then led to decades of... Dufreya trying to get recognition as a, essentially an equal to the Victoria Cross. He wasn't just happy with the scarf. Well, he was happy with the scarf, definitely, but he wasn't sure what its place was and no one was sure what its place was. And in actual fact, the scarf was really a, a personal gift from the Queen to Dufreya, not at all connected to the regular honours and awards system. And that was very hard to work out. So Dufresne spent the rest of his life and then his son spent part of his life as well trying to argue for recognition as a, essentially a Victoria Cross recipient with a, a scarf instead of a medal. Is it true that some Australians tried to take the mickey out of him for wearing this scarf? There's definitely stories of him being laughed at but most of the time he seemed to have got respect for it but we have to be careful with a lot of stories because of that inflation of the story that happened from the day he got it it's hard to tell what's the truth or not there were stories of him joining the duke of york for the rest of his tour of australia and we can't find any evidence of that either but you know it was a story that's existed ever since. Why do you think it's so important to have this scarf on display at the australian war memorial? It is a unique award, probably the most unique award any Australian's ever received. You know, having that connection, that personal connection to Queen Victoria makes it very significant. And his story as well, you know, he did a brave act to get this, so you know, it deserves to be recognised. He's then gone on to serve in the First World War. He's migrated to South Africa, but he served in the First World War with the, with the South African forces. So he has a lifetime of service, not only with Australia, but with South Africa. So that definitely warrants recognition. But the scarf itself, just that unique connection, personal connection to the most famous British monarch in history makes it really worthwhile keeping and having on display.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Treasure Trove, stories from our galleries and archives. I'm Louise Maher from ABC Radio Canberra. To subscribe to Treasure Trove or any of our podcasts, download the ABC Listen app. <laughs>